Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Unbox Life podcast, where we talk everything health, wellness, spiritual wellness, financial wellness, physical wellness, and emotional wellness. I'm really excited today because I have a guest for you, my first ever guest on this podcast, and it's none other than Big Will. I have known Big Will for, (laughs) we will reveal our age if I say for how long, but about two decades now. And so thank you for joining me today. Wow. Thank you very much for having me. Now, the reason I have Big Will here today, the reason I have Big Will is because he's my go-to for everything fitness. And today I wanted to talk a bit about physical health. And so he's the best person for me to have a conversation with. And he will probably be a regular on this podcast. So you get to hear more from him. Today we'll try and keep it short. So we'll just skim over the surface. But despair not, he will be back. And so I will get straight into it. Um, Big Will, you are one person that I know goes to the gym all the time. Like, guys, this guy would get the keys from the gym owner to go on Christmas and New Year's. So I first wanted us to have a conversation about this journey. And it's weird that I've never asked, but clearly you were not born lifting weights, contrary to popular belief. So can you just tell us how you got here and why? Interesting question. Um, a tough one, I must say. Wasn't expecting that. I I do not know how I ended up um, into this activity, so to speak. Um, I don't know. I wasn't born this way. That is a fact. But it's just something that I I picked up <laughs> some time back, and uh, I just when? ran with it. Um, I would say, well, I'm about to reveal my age, and I, um, I would say. At the tender age of 14. Okay. Funny enough, okay. funny enough, um, I was challenged to um, a fight back then. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Sorry, crazy. But, yeah, I was challenged <laughs> to a fight and um, I started training for that fight. And then, you know, I found a few things at home that I started lifting. And basically, that's it. That's how I started. I, you don't want to know how that fight ended, but yeah, that's how I started. <laughs> I think this is why I've never asked. I was never meant to know the story, but now all of us know. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> okay, but why did you stay with it? Because I mean, you could have had your fight, ended however it ended, and then you could have gone back to business as usual. Yeah, that but is what true. keeps you here? What keeps you working out? What keeps you training? Well, it's just it's just a good feeling, you know. Um I find that when I work out and then I start my day, I tend to achieve more having burnt a few calories or just basically woken up my brain or something like that. So I just stuck with it because it just made so much sense. And, you know, other than the the, the, the feel good and looking good factor, there's, there's that as well, you know. So, um, yeah, it was... Uh, I, I, it's something that I cannot explain. It's it's hard to to explain it, but um, it's just that feeling that you get, you know. And um, it's it's just uh, the the looking good bit and uh, basically the confidence. It just builds you up because as I was growing mm-hmm. up, I was a really quiet person, you know. I kept to myself, mm-hmm. and I, and then I met Iron, and um, here I am. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, And confidence is something I hear a lot of people mention when I ask about why they work out. 
And I had a few ladies on my YouTube channel recently talking fitness. And that's one thing that came up immediately. I said, why do you like the gym so much? They're like, mm-hmm. your confidence levels just go up. Even your posture, the way you walk really changes exactly. because there's no way you're going to be squatting heavy and mm-hmm. then slouching when you're walking. It just mm-hmm. changes. Um, right. Random question. Um, what's the one question you really don't like getting from people? in fitness as a trainer or just as a a trainer well from anyone who wants to train what's the one question you don't like to hear or that your pet peeve question so to speak i would say when somebody walks up to me and says um how much do you bench (laughs) that to me is a person that's basically never ever lifted a weight before we've moved away from that we don't we don't talk about that because at the level that I'm at right now, I, I, I do not talk about 50 kg or 120 kg. You know, it's none of that. So for somebody to, to walk up to me and ask me that question, it's just, well, it's annoying for lack of a better term. Um, <laughs> as a trainer, um, there are a lot of things really that I do not like. Uh, I would say... Give us a couple. I'd I'd say when somebody does not bring their A game, it's easy for a trainer to tell if um, uh, Priscilla is not performing. It's easy. And Mm -hmm. basically that means you're wasting Mm -hmm. my time now. I have to start, you know, trying to find out why and if I can just tone down the workout a little bit, you know. And then Mm -hmm. also I hate it when somebody comes up with very unrealistic um, expectations you know, summer is tomorrow. Can can you give me that summer body that I'm after? It doesn't work that way. There are a lot of things that I can talk about. You know, when somebody turns up late, I've got better things to do, you know. And um, yeah, there's it's, it's quite a lot that I can actually mention. <laughs> Back to the how much do you bench question. How does one that maybe been in fitness for a little bit but there's a lot of competition so to mm-hmm. speak i mean whether mm-hmm. it's running whether it's lifting there's this whole thing of i can deadlift 100 kg i can deadlift 200 kgs how does mm-hmm. somebody reconcile the need to sort of fit in with the gym crowd or the running crowd or whatever their fitness choice or fitness activity is and mm-hmm. their personal goals well, I'll, I'll stick with the last bit that you've just mentioned, your personal goal. At the end of the day, I'm not looking at what um, Jim or Steve is doing at, at the gym, in the gym, and what they're lifting. Like, if we can go back to somebody walking up to me and asking me, um, what do you bench? And uh, my answer to you was, I've moved on from that. I, I no longer yeah. talk about the 120 kg that I used to do. There's what we call progressive overload. So I could pretty much work with a 50 kg and mm-hmm. just as good as anybody who's probably lifting 120 and probably you find that my results are far much more than that person mm-hmm. who's lifting heavy you know it's just jimmy go basically that's what it is so it's all about progressive overload if you want to fit in you probably just you're probably in the wrong place what you what you're looking for is you know, you have to be better than what you were yesterday. Just go in as that person, as Coach Silla. You do your own thing and don't let anybody else intimidate you. 
or whatever it is that Jack or whoever is doing somewhere else. When I'm working out, I do it for myself. I'm doing it to save my own life. I'm not lifting so I can save somebody else's life. So uh, basically, I look at it from that angle. I've moved on from how many kgs I'm doing. It's, it's all about you know, progressively overloading. Yes, in as much as adding a 5 kg plate to, to whatever I'm lifting is also you know, progressive overload. But there are other, other ways of achieving that. You could you know, do a pause rate a pause rep that is progressively overloading and um, other things, basically you, you, you reduce your rest time, etc. So that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, people just need to stop looking at other people when they're working out and just do it for you. It's all you. It's about you period. Mm. One thing I didn't mention is that Willa is the founder of project fit Zambia. It's a nonprofit that helps mm-hmm the general population live a more healthy and fit lifestyle and you really made a great contribution in that space if I say so myself but Mm -hmm. um, on that one I really wanted to say one of the things you're known for within project fit circles and I think beyond is quality over quantity can you tell me a bit about that slogan and why quality over quantities it's in the name Godzilla um I find that when, you know, you put in more of quality in a workout, you get far much better results than you would mm-hmm. if you're actually going for quantity. Quantity, I'm looking at, um, w- this will pretty much take us back to uh, the progressive overload issue that we're talking about, mm-hmm. the 120 kg. Basically, yes, now that is uh, quantity. Now, what I'm saying is that if somebody came up to me and said, look, I want to be able to um, lift that or say I want to look that way um, in in a certain period of time, I could easily give you, say, a 20 kg plate, perform the same workout. But what we're looking at is the quality of that workout, how you're doing, looking at things like the breathing technique. You're looking at things that, you know, um, the pose um, um, reps that, that you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. eccentric, concentric, isometric, you know, we don't want to go into all that. That's just a bit confusing. But basically, you're looking at quality from the breathing, from the stunt, from the stance, from um, mm-hmm. how, you, how you're holding the weight, you know, uh, preventing muscle imbalances and et cetera, things like that. That's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the quality that I talk about. So I'd rather you spend more time concentrating on how you're lifting than what you're lifting. And that's what quality over quantity is all about. That's really true. And we'll go into all those things you've talked about, things like range of motion, which is, I know a pet peeve of yours, but you wouldn't say it because we all start with some very (laughs) weird ranges of motion. So, but we'll talk about that in an episode. So we'll have an episode later on where we'll have like go in depth into some of these details. But now let's talk consistency and you, we we are not talking about you because like I said, you will train on Christmas so we're not talking about you, but what, what have you, you're the only person I know that insists on training at Christmas. So I'm still a bit trying to get over that. But um, what have you seen in terms of the people you train with, either your friends or clients, mm-hmm. consistency? What are some of the keys or maybe qualities that these people who are consistent have? What are some of the things that the people who don't 
stay consistent have? Like, what are the difference, differences that you've seen between somebody who's consistent and somebody who isn't? What are those drivers? All right. Well, I, I suppose the best way to answer that question is basically just um, try and break down what cons- being consistent is, consistency. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, how to be consistent, basically. What I would say is it doesn't matter uh, what we're talking about here. Gym or life, mm-hmm. consistency Mm. takes time that is a fact it's about mm. it's about how can i put it it's about replicating positive behavior or or or, or performance and uh, that is performance day after day until it defines you and now you've already mentioned that i work mm. out at christmas because if you mention my name really the the one thing that somebody's going to talk about is that oh he's probably at the gym Something like that. Yes. So <laughs> until it defines you, that is what uh, being consistent is all about. It's pretty much like uh, building a habit. Mm. Now, the trick is to pick up one goal to focus on at a time. What's your biggest concern, Priscilla? Priscilla, what's, what's your biggest concern? Then you start from there. Work at it. When you're stable there, you move on to your next goal. So go on and isolate that one goal. That's where the trick is. So um, you're looking at things like uh, for you to, to have that quality consistency, uh, you're looking at things like incremental improvement. You know, it does take months to change mm-hmm. behavior. So because it is such hard work to stop, to celebrate, you, because it's, so, it's such, how can I put it? Because it's, um, it's such hard work, you need to stop to celebrate the small wins as well. That's incremental improvement. I, I, I wasn't able to do a 5kg yesterday. And then, you know, next week I'm able to do it. You celebrate that. That basically, you know, um, improves you. You you achieve that. And uh, that will keep you motivated and coming back for more. You keep on coming back for more. And then the other thing I would say is um, most people that I know that are, are consistent, they do not stay down for too long, you know, uh, so basically what I'm saying is don't stay down for too long. Forgive yourself and move on. Look, you skip gym day at one point. I've done that on numerous occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, or you miss a deadline. And I'm talking about work as well because it's the same everywhere, et cetera. So you're bound to mess up from time to time. That's normal. It's fine too. You're not a failure. You are only a failure if you refuse to get up because because what separates performers from everyone else is their capability to get back on track quickly and keep moving forward. And that's what I've noticed in terms of the differences between, you know, people that are consistent and those that are not. Certain people, most people that are not consistent, just they just give up. Ah, this is too hard for me. Forget about it. Let me move on. You know, and um, speaking of which, you know, I read somewhere that, um, that you need to fight your emotions um if i remember mm-hmm. it, it went a little like um it went a little it went a little further to explain that the brain is a taxing organ which uses a lot of mm. energy and that is the reason yep. why we sometimes feel mentally drained or sluggish or lazy especially when we're faced with uh, mm-hmm. things like consistency it is a, a, a it is a challenge after all that's a fact i agree with that but having said that there was a side note uh, stating that sometimes we 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 are really tired. That's a fact. But oftentimes it's merely it's merely a, a biological trick. So the idea is to 
to not fall for mm. it, push forward and fight the emotions. If you don't, you stay stuck. Not only does consistency mm. breed results, in as far as the gym is concerned, that is, in your life, and now I'm preaching, you've asked me a very sensitive question, I'm sorry. <laughs> go on, go on. In your life, it will, it, will, it will breed things like trust, especially at work. You see, consistent um, mm-hmm. employees mm. are dependable and predictable. And this is um, comforting yep. to managers and colleagues and uh, customers, clients alike. Not to mention that yeah. any form of consistency in your fitness life pretty much reflects in your day-to-day um, life. Mm. Um, I'll give you an example. Here's an example which I normally give to people, coach. Um, you have two people that walk in for an interview, right? Now, these chaps or ladies have a mirror qualification. They're pretty much the same, right? Mm. Both perform exceptionally well in their interview but should you really wonder why on further consideration that the one with um a form of fitness activity listed on their cv is selected for the job i i I don't Mm. think you should from where i'm sat it's simple the other person exhibits consistency the the extracurricular Mm. activities mean they're up by 5 30 to put in the work the other contender has a lion. You see what I mean? This guy or girl is drinking a protein shake at their desk, at their workstation. That breeds results, dependability as well as predictability. And that to me is what consistency is all about. If I had to compare the two, mm. that's it. I know that was a mouthful. I'm really sorry, but that's what it is. Why are you sorry? That's why, <laughs> that's why you were invited. It's to give us a mouthful. No, that, that actually makes sense. And I liked your point about stopping to celebrate small wins because that's also science yeah the whole reward concept so that celebration is sort of like a reward that keeps you going and keeps you motivated and i think it's part of if those of you who've read the books on habits it's part of building good habits Mm -hmm. it's having moments of rewarding yourself Mm -hmm. and that little celebration and by the way by celebration we're not saying go all out go drinking go partying we just mean just give yourself a pat on the back do what you need to do to say i did that yes um final question Mm -hmm. so we can go but um what's your top tip for somebody who's not um who's not decided on what they want to focus on. We have scatterbrains like me who want to run, we want to lift, we want to do this, we want to swim, we want to bike, we have families, we have... And so we find ourselves just spinning our wheels because we have no plan. What's your top tip? Oof. So basically... Mm, I know. What, what, I asked an interesting question. I know. What, what, you're, what you're telling me is that you don't have the time to work out. No. What I'm telling you is I, I want to work out, uh-huh. But I'm so, I have so many <laughs> ambitions for my workout life that I can't make the time for all of it. All right. Well, to begin with, you have to stop confusing yourself. Um, you have to stop. What are you? What do you want? Are you a runner? Are you a lifter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we go in the lifting um, circles, what are you? Are you in CrossFit or are you, um, what's the other? Um, well, um, the, the, the big names, whatever you have. So you, at the end of the day, I would say it's up to you. What is it that you want to do? And really and truly, it's, it's, it's not at all that much of a big deal if at all every now and then you do a bit of lifting and you do a bit mm-hmm. of running. Because at the end of the day, what you need 
is to have a combination of both. Find a balance, strike mm-hmm. that balance, and move on. Um, you want to be this is pretty much the same uh, with say if I want to be big, I have to um, increase some basic of uh, things like carbs and whatnot, and you know I need to eat basically. And then now if I want mm-hmm. to turn basically, even my um, my supplements will change. I'm looking at things I probably I have um, more protein than I will have in terms of carbs. I'll probably be delighted to find something that say more than 60% protein content. I go for that. But really, mm-hmm. it's all dependent on you. There's no answer. I cannot really say, tell you what, go push weights. That's for you. That's what you, well, that's mm-hmm. what you need to be doing. Or tell you what, stop that, go and run. What do you want to do? Mm. At the end of the day, if you want to run, that's so true because I remember. Yeah, go on. I remember when I wanted when I wanted to, you know, start building muscle. Mm-hmm. I was my trainer was like, "You need to eat this much," and he gave me a meal plan. And I was just like, "No, I don't want to eat this much food because it was a lot of food." Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, like you're saying, I had to make a decision: do I really want this or don't I? Exactly. And then just focus. Mm-hmm eat those oats every morning, exactly. eat that banana at 10 in the morning exactly. until I got the results that I wanted. Yeah. So yes, I do agree with so you. It's that all it's within you. It's on... you. What do you want yeah. to do? Yeah. Well, we will end here for today, but thank you so much for honoring us with your presence. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank and you very much we'll for having me. We'll definitely have you back. I'm looking forward to it. Thank Where you. Can- where can people find you online on social media or where can they yeah if they're looking for you if they're looking for me um well um, instagram what's your instagram handle i don't even know what my instagram handle is um so that's big latitude b-i-d-w-i-l-a-t-t-i-t-u-d-e and for the most part, if you go to Facebook and find Project Fit Forum, something on Fridays. So that's another place for <laughs> what is it called? Something Friday. I can't remember, but every Friday he posts stuff there. You can find him there. But um, thank you for spending some time with us today. If you have any questions for Big Will, find me on Instagram. It's Coach Silla or Chanda.Tromba. And we can answer any questions that you DM me in the next episode that we will feature in together. So thank you and have a lovely week.